fuel, baby. This is gonna be a good one. We're fresh off the plane. SO's <laughs> here chilling. I'm relaxing. How you feeling, ESSO? I feel good, man. Just came back from Atlanta. I happened to put a call in, a little text into my man, told him about, yo, I need to get you on my show. He happened to say, hey, yo, I'm going to be in New York tomorrow. My guy, <laughs> the one and only, Cardinal <laughs> official, you heard? Yeah. Is it uh, safe to up? say you? What up? What up? What up? You're the governor? Nah, bro. And first of all, you got that's the wrong region, bro. Like, this is how you guys want to start? That's from UK. That's, UK have the governors and all that shit. I mean, we got the governors, but that's what they say over, you know what I mean, across the pond. So, so, we, so we shouldn't use the Queen's language. What would they say in Canada? I don't want to talk crazy about the Queen or the King right now. Oh, let's go for it. Because, you know, when I go to these um, Caribbean restaurants, I don't deal with no fork. I need a spoon. What? How do we get there? What The spoon? For yeah, because it's a big Jamaican Caribbean culture in the T-Dot. Come on now. Yeah. And Nobody eats with a spoon but you, bro. You eat with a spoon? Yeah. Nobody eats with a spoon yes. but you, yo. Greedy people eat with a spoon, Thank you. That's bro. some fat boy shit. Exactly. Yo, like, that's yeah. some fat boy shit. <laughs> you know what that comes from? That's why he keeps saying this on camera. I don't no, understand why he keeps no. saying it. He only says it with Jamaican, No, because that's the queen's law. What queen's law? That's how she talked to the slaves. It's like, yo, eat with the fork, not with the spoon. I want to keep you at a certain weight. Yeah, but my G, you if you're really trying to, like, rebel all the way, you go back to what we did was we ate with our yes. hands. <laughs> the, the, to the spoon? That's like saying if we want to rebel back, we don't use no, toilet balls about rebe yo, and I, toilet all right, paper. Listen, <laughs> Come on we'll now. We just started from here. Burn out the queen, burn out the king, all of them. <laughs> I, don't even I don't even business, like, what they deem, yeah. you know what I mean, Important. as what we supposed to do, what yeah. we ain't supposed to do. Those people robbed, killed, Pill, murdered, pillage, yes. raped, pillaged to this day. So we ain't gonna, you know what I mean? But I love the pe I love the people of England. You know what I'm saying? I love the people over over there. But but not the monarchy still. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so talk to me, Cardi, because you know, because because you my man. Listen, and I'm just, yo. You thought you was gonna come here and I was gonna be like one of your regular guests? No. Let, let you try and be this this this. <laughs> so let me so let me talk to you, Cardi. Yes, 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 yes. Not that it ain't gonna be that type of episode. Yo, yo, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here. I can't, I can't talk to you. I can't, I can't talk to my mans. You can, but all right. well, well, we got people that all right. Let me know let me pretend like on. I don't know you. All right, sorry, my God, do your thing. <laughs> sorry, bro. Let me anyway, jump in. Okay, you can jump in. <laughs> the four one six Toronto is a city mm. that even though you put it on the map, Drake put it on the map. People don't understand the quality of your town from the food, mm. the culture, the women, the sports, the violence. Come on, bro. Come on, what? Leave that alone. Leave leave that we can leave that alone. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to talk about it? I, I, I mean, we can talk this. about it, but it ain't, it ain't like nothing to be proud of. It's trash. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's always been trash. Listen, if there's one thing you guys are going to get from me today, it's the truth. I know a lot of niggas will sit on this couch. And yeah, my, my, my city, you know what I mean? Man, fuck all that shit, bro. Yo, I would love for my city to be mad, peaceful, and nice. A place where mm. people can come raise their family, where people could eat, you know what I mean? And like do what they got to do without worrying about getting plugged. You know what I'm saying? That's like, yes, the reality is that T. Dot, Toronto, the six, whatever you want to call it, right now it's, it's, um, it's hectic. 
You know what I'm saying? It's been like that for a long time. It has been, but it's like right about now, I think what's happening is it's like the internet, social media, everything is just like, it's putting everything on front street. Mm -hmm. So before it's like, if we talk about like from neighborhood to neighborhood, like things that didn't make the papers, like the neighborhoods would know, the small communities would know, but Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. you know, like people are, they're involved in whatever they're involved in, but it's like also now it's like you get... Like you throw the clout in there, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? You throw people that that want to make a name for themselves on the net. Like the code is different, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like the code is different from when we grew up, you know what Cause, I mean? Because y'all extravagant with with probably y'all do y'all things out there. I done seen dudes throw tear gas, come in with ski masks. They, it's like they just finished watching Belly, and but I feel like nobody even really knows about that side of the and that's guy. why they get the that's why they able to get the work in. They think it's cute. They think it's sweet, and they're like, whoa, I love the city. He, I love the city. He knows that. Okay. You know what? There is no secret. I love yo, Toronto. This man, no- yo, this man had the best. Yo, he, <laughs> yo, he caught lightning in a bottle twice. Twice? Because, like, <laughs> yo, the first day that he came, we had, yo, we had the ill yacht party. Like, oh, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, you know, shout out to Carlo, shout out to yeah. Drew. You know mm. what I'm saying? We put together something dope. Nando's sponsored it. Um, mm. Who else? We had Jameson sponsored. Like, you know, it was, yeah, no, the door, like the day was incredible. We had a good time. He came down with the wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We acted a fool on that. Yo, on that I was road. drunk with the champagne. Yo. Yo, once the champagne came out, once the champagne came out, the whole vibe changed. Because people were sitting around. Because at first, people were sitting around, right? Because there was an old boat there first. Then the new boat pulled around, and everybody was like, oh. <laughs> then you got on the boat. It was huge. Yeah. The food was catered. Everything was a go. It, it wasn't nice. no, like, um, it wasn't no bougie shit going on. It was like, yo, the food's here. Help yourself. There's champagne here. There's liquor. Help yourself. I took the champagne and went outside the boat, bro. Next thing nice. you know, the music was on, and the party started so up I, in there. Like, I've been going to your town for two decades, man. Mm. Like, I love it. I, there was a time I was going to have a second family out there. That, <laughs> ain't, that ain't nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> that, if you know, you know. Yo, that, that ain't nothing new. Yo, people from all around the world. That second have, family's in the T-Dot. Yeah, first, second, and third. Like That's why Drake not leaving. That's why you ain't leaving. But you married. But, but that's why niggas ain't leaving. It's the prettiest. We... Me and Ray Daniels was just doing a show last weekend, and we both wait, voted that. Wait, wait, wait. The two of you? Yes, animals. Yeah, we on one show. We on the net. Right the first there. clip was the, the first clip was was Nicki Minaj and Little Kim, who had better records. Oh my god! Yo, right. <laughs> yo, let me tell. Yo, let me tell you something. I'm just trying to think of maniacs. The only like Ray is my bro. Just like. Yeah. This guy's my yo, the only person that I could think of who's more of a maniac than this guy is, is Ray, for for sure. Ray Daniels. Ray da- yo, next time you talk to him, tell him um I just spoke t- to him a minute ago. I was gonna say tell him number three said what up. Like that's that's no, my guy. See? Listen, see on podcast, so, we can yo, call listen, people and right put, on the and spot. I'll, and, and I'll put it, I'll put it on on record. Two thousand and mm. it might have been two thousand and six. It was early. Mm-hmm. Before it was either 2006 or 07, mm-hmm. but early Ray, it was me, Ray, Rock City. There was there was a gang of us. Rock we, we City, were, wow. Yeah, we was in Atlanta. This is when um during the convict time. Mm-hmm. 
And Ray said, yo, Drake is going to be... Look, look, look. Look, look at the camera. Yo, you have to see him. He's shooting his own gun in there. Yeah. I told him we just did a show together. We actually filming right now. You know, podcast niggas can do what they want. Yo. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what I told him. I number said, yo, three. tell them number three said what up. <laughs> I knit. Uh, so you said Rock City was saying about uh, Drake. No, 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 no. Oh. Ray. Ray Daniels. Mr. Radar, Ray Daniels. Early. He was like, was yo. Was telling you about Drake? He was telling everybody. And you're from the same town as him. That don't matter to him. He was telling everybody. And yo, everybody was like, what are you talking? This is early. He was like, yo, Drake is going to be the number one nigga in the game. Wow. Everybody was looking at him like, nigga, what are you talking about? Like, Atlanta niggas, New York. Like, it was, I can't remember what we were there for. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But he, yo, he was like, he stood firm. He was like, yo, Drake is going to be the number one nigga in the game. I'm trying to understand why you're in shock because you're from Toronto and see, so is he. You would think you would have here's to. A, here's the thing. You're, you're thinking about 2023. No, I mean, I, I said in 2006 or seven, yes. he said that Drake is going to be the number one guy in the game. So here's what you have to. Yes. It's very easy for us to talk in hindsight, hindsight now because yeah, it makes sense. But we have to think about is even from even from my city, he's still climbing like he's still building. Oh, six, oh, seven. When it comes to music, like what does he have out at the time? Like at that time we did. um. What did he have at that time in those? We did the, the mixtape. Um, yeah, the mixtape. What's it tape. called? Um, Trey Songs was on that one, I think. Yeah, come, uh, comeback season. Comeback season. Yeah, like 06, You know what I'm saying? So it's like the reason why I ask, right? I don't think what you're saying is crazy. Mm. I've spent time with you. You're very musically inclined. Mm -hmm. Not only within yourself, you're immersed with the culture. So I'm giving you the credit of you are ahead of the game no matter what. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not into the music, just like Esso. Esso will call me be like, you up on these new three chicks? And I'm like, no. He's like, you late to the party, bum. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, people think I'm not paying attention. Right. Yeah. But in order for me to still talk the way I'm talking, yeah. I still got to know what's going on compared to what was mm -hmm. going on. You can't always talk That's in why I'm in shock more so. Not because... Well, you're no, not busy. No, no, no. It's because I'm giving credit to how you love so music here, so as here's a whole. A, so here's the thing. Like, it's been, you know, it's out there on the internet. It's not, it's yeah. not anything new that at that time, like, when I, I was first introduced to Drake's music by um, a dude from my crew, um, Ro, this nigga Ro Dollar. Yeah. Ro Dollar was, a, yo, a massive Drake fan. And this is, like, before anything. Mm. He's like, yo, there's this kid... He's on Degrassi, Cardi. You would love him. Like he's rapping. Like he's spent. This is like mm -hmm. when Drake was just everything was just spitting lava, flame, fire yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I remember he told me about him, and um, you know what I'm saying. Eventually we connected and and um, and we met and all that. So when I got to here, I remember he had dropped off one of his mixtapes, and this is before comeback season. He had um, let me hear one of his mixtapes, and I was like, oh, this kid is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I brought it to Akon. Because I was like, Con, there's this kid. I said, first of all, he's already on the number one TV show in North America. So he's got a built-in fan base. You know what I'm saying? Just thinking like from the yeah. business side of it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like he's already 
lit, you know what I'm saying? He's not start, no pun intended, but you know what I mean? He ain't started from the bottom. He yeah. started from the bottom. Like he literally, you know what I mean, already has a gang of teenagers that mess with him, but he can actually rap. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out, shout out to Khan, because we've spoken about it a gazillion times over the years. Like it is what it is. Like God, God does things the way that it's supposed, supposed to, and to obviously it worked yeah. out the way it's supposed to work out for Drake, but no, the reality is that, like, yo, I would have, shit. At the time, Ray, like. Ray Daniels was like, yo. Ray. So the here's the thing. I, like, the I absolutely thing. thought that Drake was that guy. But Ray, for various reasons that all turned out to be true, Ray Daniels was one of those ones who saw the vision. Because he was like, yo, if my man can do A, B, and C, you don't, yo, first of all, he light-skinned. Second of all, he fucks <laughs> with the chicks. Third of all, he can rap. Fourth, like, he just broke everything down. And, and he was standing beside me, and all these people, like, people were arguing with him, and I was just looking at him like, all right, Ray. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, Cardi, I'm telling you. I don't give a fuck what these niggas are saying. You know how we talk. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what these <laughs> niggas are saying. He about to be that nigga. And sure enough, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Ray. Like, that whole, um, that whole convict time was dope. Yeah. But I think during that time is like, you know, that's when me, Rock City, you know, Ray... Benny, like there are so many of us um, from the convict, that, that whole convict movement, like we still close to this day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Ray, anything he need, he'll pick up the phone, call me, FaceTime me, whatever, like vice versa. I was just, I was just with them, Akon, Benny, Rock City, we, we was just all together um, for Memorial Day in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. I just came back from Atlanta. You were there Memorial Day? No, I, I was there... Last so you, weekend, so, oh, I, so just, I just after. missed you. I okay, just, I yeah, just yeah. missed you out there. Yeah, no, we was, we was out there tearing it up, yo. It was good. It was a good what time. A, tell me about the fest when Drake gave you all that credit before he had bought you on, on stage when oh, you had told OVO me to come out year. there. Yeah, over your fest. Yeah. What, what was that feeling like to you? Because you was real nonchalant. You came, you, you bust the stage out, but everybody there was just giving the vibe that, like, it was well over long, overdue and well-deserved. Word. Well, I mean, here's the, yo, here's the reality, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to Drizzy. It's like, he don't owe me anything, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like, I don't walk around... Expecting expe or entitled? Nah, or nah, nah, nah. You know what I'm so, saying? So like, that's, that's just real. Like, some people walk around, especially like, you know, the OGs or whatever, they walk around and some people, they feel like, yo, why, why hasn't somebody um, acknowledged me? You know what I'm saying? in public or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm not, I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. Like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless, but I thought it was ill. It wasn't. It, it <laughs> was, no, but it was dope. It was but, ill. But it was dope. It was, you, yo, like, I was there. It was ill. It was like a euphoric moment for it was, the town, You know what it myself. was? That, that night was super special because um, I think what I love... With regards to me, I can't I can't speak for everybody else that participated that night, but um, it was a moment that we haven't had in the city for a long time, yeah. and I think it was one that everybody wanted to see mm -hmm. and everybody wanted to feel it, but not for like, not for clicks, not for like the superficial no. shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like what he said. You know what I mean? It's not like he had some speech or something. He just spoke from the heart, and it was really dope. And um, we, you know, what I mean, the performance was the performance was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then um, that was the first time that I ever been. You know what I'm saying? To his crib. His crib is stupid, bro. Yeah, his crib was dumb. It's in Drake, Ontario. 
Remember when we saw that shit? Yeah, shit his own, said Drake, Ontario, nigga. Because I've been there. He has his own province, is what you're telling me, Cardi. When you go to the address, the address comes up and the shit says Drake. Am I lying, Cardi? Bro, on the, the shit G- says on Drake G- on GPS. Yo, his shit is his shit is definitely some Drake next Ontario. level shit. Drake Ontario. Yo, it was wild, yo. Yo, we was like, yo, and Cardi was the one that said, he said, hold up, does homeboy's address say Drake Ontario? Because <laughs> <laughs> we was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, that, man? Yo, it was, it was definitely an experience. It was ill. Yo. It was nah. definitely an experience. Nah, nah, it, was, it was crazy. But it makes sense for, I'm not going to say it makes sense, because you, Vince Carter, and Tracy McGrady at that time are the three people that catapulted Canada into America mainstream, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because at the same time, I was going there. And yeah. I know people don't give T-Mac his credit for what he was doing. Cause you know he was he was he was low, you know what I'm saying. But he I was, know what he meant to that town. Well, you know. Well, here's the thing. You got to You gotta. You gotta shout out um, John Sally. John Sally. John mm-hmm. Sally was actually the first. Yo, he was when he played for the Raptors. He was actually the first one. He literally transformed the the scene. He transformed. Cause he was a party dude. Hell he was outside. Yeah. Hell, mm-hmm. Outside. 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 <laughs> outside. I was, yo, but, to this day, well, shout out to John Sally. He know, yo, anytime I yo, see John, he's like, yo, nigga, you know I'm the, I'm the one that got this city. That's you know New what I'm York. saying? Yo. That's a New York nigga. You know yo. where you're from, right? That's where you from Brooklyn. Yeah. But John Sally, every yo, everybody behind the scenes of basketball, everybody gives John Sally. Yo, we got to sit with John Sally. John Sally was supposed to sit with us. I forgot when, but we need to get. That dude got props from Shaq. That dude got props from No, listen, from you, could, yo, you could do a whole hour episode literally on how influential he was on the low in Toronto because mm. it's like when he came around and started throwing those parties, it's like he was, he was really one of the first that like had the city lit in terms of like throwing big ass parties, but then, you know what I'm saying, inviting in different, his ball oh, player friends, this, that, oh man. Like we was never really a, bo- a bottle city um, a bottle service city like that, you know mm. what I'm saying? But it's like John, you know, he um he also hired this legendary um DJ crew, the Baby Blue Sound crew. Those were like his go-to guys, you know what I'm saying? So it's like he had them lit. All of their parties were sold out. You know what I'm saying? You talking about the women like those days, like because you know NBA players have ranked Toronto, Miami, LA, Atlanta. And Houston, like those towns, as most beautiful women they see when they bounce in. Every every nigga that travels ranks them motherfuckers. Those is the cities. It ain't ball player or rapper. You know, the but most people ain't gonna say. Yo, but the, if the, you the, travel the, around and you get chicks, those is the cities. The, reason, the reason why they love Toronto the most though is because we had the best of everything in one city. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you go to Miami, you know what I'm saying? There's a specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, go, LA, you know what I mean? Yeah. LA has a certain. Toronto got Toronto, all flavors. We got everything. To this yeah. day. To this day. To this day. I just, to- we, I just left Toronto with my wife when he went to his birthday party, and my wife was like, damn, every bitch up here look good in this motherfucker. <laughs> it's been like that for, <laughs> for almost 30 years. It's bro. been like that forever. forever. You know, ever. the Somalian with the Somalian chicks? Jesus Christ. It's, it's been like that forever. forever. What did it take for you to? Breakthrough, because like I said, you, VC, Vince, T-Mac, y'all came up at the same time and pushed in, and I felt like that culture that y'all set was the foundation for everybody else after. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's the thing. It's like there was a lot of groundwork that was done 
before yeah. that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and no, but it's like it's vitally important because, you know, because New York is so close, right? We used to come up here and we used to spend just culturally since we were kids. Like we would always come up to New York. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I used to come here and spend, you know, weeks with my with my aunt, uncle, rest in peace. Um, they lived, they live in Cambria Heights. They used to live in Cambria Heights. So, you know what I'm saying? We used to go, we used to go all over, yo. We used to go to Brooklyn. We used to You used to be heavy in Brooklyn, bro. Yeah, we used to go to, yo, we used to mm -hmm. go to Brooklyn all the time. Jamaica Ave, that's still my spot. Like, yeah, you love the avenue. Yo, it's crazy. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, you know the love the Ave, dog. Yo, when oh, I go, when I, when I go to, when over I, Flatbush, hell yeah. When I go oh, to the Coliseum, on, bro. bro. The funny thing is, I be in the Coliseum. Niggas is still like, nigga, you still like, you still coming here? I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I just enjoy the energy though. I'm not type yeah. of person. You know what I'm saying? I miss how it used to be though. Like when we were kids. Mm. Oh my god. Like there was nothing. Nothing like the Coliseum block, bro. On a Saturday Yo, in summertime, like the, it was nothing like the Coliseum. The Coliseum block was fucking phenomenal. Incredible. One two five and the Coliseum block was like they mirrored e each other, but the Coliseum block was like enclosed. So you had the block where it was flooded. Then you go inside the Coliseum too, and it was fucking nuts. Yo, everywhere. and the thing is that what what y'all probably didn't know is that like we would go in there and see mad Toronto people. You know mm, what I'm bro. saying? Oh yeah, so we be going up like Gertz Mall. Oh, you know God, what I'm saying? Gertz Walk, Mall. Walking up it like we be walking up and down, and it's like, yo, you would for sure you see people from the east side of Toronto. Like you see everybody. You know what I'm saying? And we used to come to um to the Ave and, and just get busy. Like we go get you know what I mean? People get their fronts. People would get yeah. whatever was Gert, popping Gert, at the time. Gertz Mall, Eddie's Gold Caps. Do you think that because you was coming back and forth so much here? That your influence over music was was why you was one of the first ones to have the gateway no. to mainstream outside of Canada. No, because we all that's something that for us it was a regular thing. Like since I was a little kid, like you gotta understand. Like I remember like literally being like nine years old, and like my guys would be like, I don't know what grade we was in, but they're like, yo, going to New York with the family, and they would come back and we would wait. Like to see how lit, like to see, you know, they come back with the, the, with the, the new shit, with the boat, you know what I'm saying? With the, uh, the double goose with the V and the multicolors, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The, 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 um, the, uh, the NBA hats with the pom-pom and the pom, teeth, you remember pom, all yeah, that? Yeah. Like, so culturally for us, like that's where we used to go. Like that's where we used to come, like, you know what I mean? To get fresh for the whole, for the but, whole uh, next but season. That, but that shocks me because people that live upstate New York act like it's so hard to come down to New York City. What do you mean? They don't make that drive. They like they be No, on but some, you guys don't even they make be the on drive some, from Harlem to Brooklyn. But they be on some <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? Like like I didn't want to drive down here. I took a Uber. You, I, uh, yo. Me, I yo, drove. It's the weird yo, it's the weirdest shit to me. I've, I don't I've understand like I'll be talking to Brooklyn niggas and I'll be like, "Yeah, Bro we going up to Fordham." I'm like, Fordham. They don't, they don't Jerome, who going up there? Like y'all niggas don't go nowhere. Like but, you but, stay in your borough. But, but I'm just shocked that you Toronto is coming past, I'm not. past Rochester, past all upstate New York, Catskills, whatever. Yep. And they're coming down there, and they coming down here in droves, yeah. experiencing but the one, city. So 1, I'm not percent? talking about now. I'm not talking about Benny the Butcher. Now. I'm talking no, about, I'm talking about I'm, back I'm, then. I'm talking about back then. So so I'm like, it, it, it's just a mentality thing, bro. It ain't got nothing to do so with what so, you're trying so to let do. Me, so because we, we could be here literally till tomorrow if I was to give you all the history. 
But shout out to Ron Nelson. Ron Nelson is from the 80s. Um, he's one of the, the biggest hip-hop concert promoters. And he literally used to come to New York City with a mother effing briefcase, a suit, the whole nine. And yo, like, growing up, this is back in the day when he used to put foil paper on the, on the radio, so you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So you could tune in and all that shit. Like, I'm talking about Big Daddy Kane, mm -hmm. Biz Marquis, Roxanne Shantae. LL Cool J, like all these different people, they used to come to Toronto and perform at this legendary place called the Concert Hall. You know what I'm saying? And that was literally from him driving from Toronto, driving to whatever borough, going to see these people. To book them. To, to book, book them. With, the, with bread in hand. Mm -hmm. And getting, you know what I mean? And getting these niggas over to Toronto. So it's like the relationship between Toronto and New York is like. It's tight. Hype, but, super but, thorough. But, but why did you make it through? Because because in, in Canada at that time, and please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. weren't Canadians giving out standard deals and there was certain type of record deals that you could get? No? At that time, we had trash. They were not, trash deals. They, weren't they were really not messing deal. with hip-hop at all. Okay. No, 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 no. Them times, absolutely not. So for us, and whatever, we can always skip back and forth, yeah. but it's like my crew... Is you know me, Socrates, Shaw Claire, Julie Black. You know what I'm saying? Like a gang of us had a crew called the Circle, and um, Socrates was actually the first to get a deal. Um, shout out to Fuzzy. You know what I'm saying? Fuzzy signed Socrates in in '95 when we were still like in school. You know what I'm saying? So he was the first one to get a deal. He signed to um to Warner Brothers LA. Okay. So he was the first one to get a deal. Shaw Claire was the second one to get a deal um, with Priority Records in, in I think, 99. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I ended up signing with, uh, with MCA in 2000. Okay. You know what I mean? But what happened was there was a lot, of different, a lot of different levels and layers to what we were doing. But the thing was we was on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like we was literally on the ground. So shout out to, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Morgan. Um, I'm about to ask you what part did he play, but go ahead. Because he's um, Mr. Drake he now. Played, he, played, he played a massive part. So Morgan, you know, Morgan was my manager at the time. He had a, a management team called Figure Four. Mm. And it was Mr. Morgan, Saul Guy, and another guy named Duguay. The, the same Saul that messes with Drake now too? No. Okay. No, 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 no. So Saul Guy actually used to, it's funny because he spent some time um, working with, working with, um, with puffing them back in the in the nineties, also. Okay. So he actually worked with the labels in Brooklyn. So these guys, two out of the three of the management team, they had you see five sixty State Street. Mm -hmm. That's where they was. That's where they was camped up. Well, you know okay. what I'm saying? So they was on that block, and we used to go. You know what I'm saying? Come to Brooklyn, and we used to put out you know our own twelve inches at the time. You know what I mean? Our vinyl. So we used to go to five sixty, and bro, there'll be like if there's a thousand pieces of vinyl. All right. We taking each one, putting it in the sleeve, doing the whole nine, putting the sticker on it, putting it in mm. the, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, obviously, before the internet and all that, yeah. like, everything was physical. Yeah. So we literally, you know what I mean? Shout out to Fat Beats. Fat Beats was big supporters, you know what I'm saying, of what we were doing. And um, we used to sell our shit in New York, in LA, UK, Japan, you know what I'm saying? So it was literally like so y'all was paying for your own shit. Y'all, y'all yeah. was coming together and putting. Bro, the we were yo. Listen, we were broke. If you look, if you go back and you see some of our our, our um, twelve inch the singles, I might have had the A side, and then somebody else from the crew had the B side, so we could split the cost. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like 
before I had my deal with MCA, like I tell people all the time, for me, like I know a lot of people don't like to tell the struggle stories, but bro, I didn't have enough money for bus fare. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be in the crib literally because I couldn't go nowhere. You know what I mean? Like I could ride my bike, but we was putting everything that we had into studio, into pressing vinyl. You know what I mean? If we knew that, you know, there was an opportunity, who knows, to go to LA, you know what I'm saying? And like hit the, hit the circuit in LA. Every single thing we had, like sometimes niggas did not eat lunch for weeks, just saving up, you know what I'm saying? Saving Make up the out. money, saving up every little thing that we had. Cause it's like, I don't come from money, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? But I also definitely, just the way that I grew up, I, I also wasn't really gonna like sacrifice what I was doing to like do some illegal shit for the quick flip either. That's you know true. what I'm saying? So. Honestly, it's like, you know, all my people, you know what? And shout out to all, all my guys that I grew up with because they wouldn't let me anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, honestly, they wouldn't let me anyway. So I just had square jobs, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know, but I was um, almost a lifeguard. So I was just underneath a lifeguard. So I was like a substitute lifeguard. So I'd just be like outside the pool at the desk, mm -hmm. so while everybody was doing, like, you know, after school programs and all that, they was doing their swimming, I used to be writing my rhymes in my book, and then it's like, if the lifeguard needed to go on break, I was qualified you enough used to, to go. stand there. I used to go in, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you better not drown right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me having a regular job is how I discovered Toronto. I was working at the bus port authority, and one day it was just a flurry of chicks coming, and I was working the upstate gates. And they're like, yo, they called me, yo, yo, we need you at the Toronto gate, which I think gate 65. And I'm like, where all you chicks going? And all my coworkers came. They was working at DC gates. They're like, where these girls going? It's like, yes, you know, come to Carabana. And I'm like, what? Bro, we went up there not knowing nothing. I stayed on downtown, blurring young. Yep. Right there, right? Way right in the heart. Yeah, yep. right in the heart. I'm like, yo, it's lit over here. And we just was like, where are all these good looking girls coming from? We thought it was a fluke. Then we went through Mississauga and they tried to murder us because, you know, we're not So, you know, I didn't I know, know anything about it. Yeah, because, you know, they, they all over there. So we messing with their girls. They're like, huh? What? You I mean, you, you, you? you definitely should not. <laughs> what? That. What? They're not offended by that. Yes, I'm sure they are. What? The views the views of Heidekin are those of Heidekin alone and do not, not reflect those of the people on the orange. So many hoods, <laughs> man. Like, I was through Kitchener. I was um uh, see this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me about your business sense, yeah, look, right? Because you because you didn't rap all, all, all this time now. The funny part about this is, y'all, mm -hmm. <laughs> this has been my man for a long time, right? That, yeah. So he saw me on Mav's show last year, and he didn't recognize me because I got all this hair now. At all. And I cut my, my facial hair off. Yeah. So he finds my real name, so he, he invites me to the fest and all that. <laughs> and his way to, that he found nah, out. It, bro, you gonna skip over this shit? <laughs> it's a good, yo, this a good ass, yo. So the all funny right, let's, thing, let's the real I was story. watching y'all on Mav's shit, and I was like, yo, you know, I loved, I loved the um, the contrast. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you guys were there and you guys were like, you know, a permanent fixture. I loved watching it because I thought it was dope because like everything balanced out, mm -hmm. and you know, this asshole was just loud and abrasive. 
you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yo, to be honest, he knew when he came out to Toronto because everybody, everybody told him too. It's like the thing is, it's like street niggas related to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas, niggas on the block, niggas in the hood related to related mm -hmm. to him. Not to say that they didn't relate to no. everybody, no, but it was it. like the way that the way that he was on the show. I think why it attracted so many people is because everybody knows somebody like him in their neighborhood, or everybody has somebody like him in the crew. That's why I'm, you know, he's. Chilling here, like trying to be calm and collected. I'm on the show. You know what I'm saying? With his, with his, with his cross and shit yeah, like yeah. this. Yo, the first time I met this nigga was when <laughs> we like I can't even remember what year is when he was managing Yummy, right? Imagine the very first, the very first time <laughs> that I'm meeting Yummy Bingham mm -hmm. and this guy. They come in. They don't ask about the music. They don't say how was your day. They don't say, yo, thanks for fucking with us. Yo, this is going to be dope. This nigga came through the door and said, yo, we, we can smoke in here? Yup. The manager. The manager. The manager. The manager. The manager. He's yo, still we, doing it to this yo, day. Yo, we can smoke in here? Yeah. And we were like, uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and me, and it, this was in Cypher Sound's crib. We in Cypher Sound's crib. And, 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 and I'm, we in Cypher like, crib. And I'm like, yo, Cypher. Is that the manager? Is that the manager? He's like, I think it's the manager, bro. I was like, I was like, yo, bro, how's the manager more high than the artist? He's like, I don't know, nigga. Maybe that's that's how they do it. I was like, all right. I got that's how we did it. I got my work day done. Day one, too. my bro. Yeah, day one. This first nigga day. Wilding. First day. But back to back to math, the thing was um, so I think just on like, you know what I mean, just like to show respect. Like, I think I hit him up in the DM. Like, I started yeah. following, mm -hmm. and I hit him up, and blah, blah, blah. But what was weird was when I hit him. He went to the DM. I saw, went to the DM, saw, and I, I saw DM previous them. messages. And he's like, yo, I just saw, this was like a year earlier. He's like, I just saw Mr. Morgan in Chicago. Chicago at the All-Star game. Yeah, we was there. We're so, so I hit up Mr. Morgan, and I'm like, yo, who's Esso? He's like, what are you talking about? Yep. <laughs> I was like, yo, blah, 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 dude on math off or whatever, whatever. I hit him and in the DMs, he's like, yo, I just saw, I just saw um, Mr. Morgan, Morgan in Chicago. Morgan's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I started doing my, my New York detective work. So I hit up Saif. I said, Saif, you know who SO is? He's like, nigga, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, all, all these people. So doing the math, doing the math, but then Morgan hits me back later and he's like, yo, I think that's, I think that's Randy Parker. I was like, <laughs> I was like, word? I was like, it don't look like him. So I literally, I said, yo, is this right? He's like, yeah, nigga, is this right? I said, wow, bro. He said, bumba clock. Yo, the man looked. <laughs> he said, he said bumba clock. Send me your number, nigga. Complete, yo, I did not know this was my nigga. Like, he didn't, like, he did not look the same. But I guess, you know, pandemic, you know what I mean? The nigga yo, listen, grew Puffy, out his luscious locks. Puffy yeah. still you know sees me right now, right? He saw me at the radio station. Yeah. Looked at me and I'm like, what's up, nigga? He's like, oh my God, give me a hug. Give me a hug, nigga. So, right? So then I see him again where we film at. Space goes, it's like, your puppy's downstairs, come down. So he got to double take me again, like, where I know this nigga from. Like, he's like, oh, nigga, get in the camera, get in the camera, get in the camera and all that. Yeah. But he recognized me, but I still say he don't know it's Randy. Right. 
Although that he saw me at Power 105, right. he knows me, but he hasn't correlated. That's Randy. It, it took, nigga, it took me a minute. This is why I don't get upset with people. That's why when he walked off, I said to Ghost, I said, Ghost, he still don't know it's me, Ghost. <laughs> He like said that. he recognized the voice. He 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 knows he knows me mm. because the way that he walked off, I said, if he knew it was me, he would have stopped niggas, gave me a hug, said, what you doing? Where you at? Yo, fuck what you doing. Come and follow me while we film, whatever. But I said, he just don't know that it's me. And it's cool because a lot of people don't know it's me because of my facial hair and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's, it's cool. Hey, it be like that. But, but tell me, but I didn't know my point being of, of this is... Mm. When you were rapping, I didn't know about your business prowess, right? I never mm. even talked to you about it. I, I really didn't know. This is real shit. Mm. How did you go? What the hell happened to Canada's Got Talent made you go on TV? Mm. That's the first thing, because I'm going to get your business shit out the way. And now you signing acts to Def Jam, and you're the global ambassador A&R to Def Jam. What the hell is that about, man? I mean, <clears throat> not at liberty. Uh to divulge and dive too deep into the Def Jam stuff, but, you know, I was um, the senior vice president of A&R at uh, Universal in Canada mm -hmm. okay. before, and um, spent, you know, a lot of years in the trenches over there, um, you know what I'm saying, just doing, a, yo, preparing me, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot, you know what I'm saying? So shout out um, to, the, to the CEO over there, because, like, he empowered me, so I was able to like learn a lot, try a lot of different things, you know, make mistakes, gain success, you know, do a lot of do a lot of different things. Um, but you know, working with Tunji and Latrice and and the whole gang at Def Jam right now, like yo, the energy the energy is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like the energy is fire. The acts that we have right now, like the thing is, everybody's in in war mode. You know what I'm saying? Getting ready. And it's like the music that is going to come out like within the next year. It's not like people think that there's going to be like some kind of Def Jam renaissance to where it's like it's going to go back to the days of like Murder, Inc. and Rockefeller and all that Rough type. Riders. Rough Riders. and all that. But it's like, it's a dip, yo, it's, you know what I mean? It's 2023, 2024. So it's, it's different energy. It's different vibes. But it's like the thing I think that we all trying to do over there is make sure that it's like we got, no pun intended, but like we got quality control, like like top tier shit, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So for me, like right now, we just, you know, we just cooking, you know what I mean? We mm -hmm. cooking, but we cooking with the pressure cooker, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and not the new school pressure cooker. I'm talking that old, the old joint, the one that used to have to yeah. take, put underneath the sink, turn on the cold <laughs> water so that shit don't explode, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we pressure cooking over there right now, but... I'll tell you, like, honestly, it is, it is a vibe. It's a dope energy. And shout out, you know, shout out to them because, honestly, for me, being a music person, like, you know what I'm saying, like, still touring the world, still doing all that good stuff, um, but getting to, like, for me, circumvent all the dumb shit and just get to the shit that I love, which is making the music, which is helping people curate their albums, which is really, you know what I'm saying, being the bridge between art and commerce, like, you know what I'm saying, mm. meeting somewhere in the middle. For me, that's, that's what it's about, you know what I mean? And I'm in, a, I'm in a position right now where it's a blessing, and I mean this with all respect, so it's like, I don't want anybody to take this out of context, 
But it's like I got to a point in my life to where everything I'm doing, I'm only doing because I'm passionate about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm rocking with these guys because like I believe in Tunji and I believe in, in Tunji's vision. You know mm. what I'm saying? He's somebody that, you know, at you know, at the other label he was at, time and time again, he was somebody that was taking these chances on artists that a lot of us had never heard of. You know what I'm saying? And making them into mega stars. Like such not, as such as Khalid. Thames, friggin' Wizkid. You ain't got a name no more. That's that's good. That that right there was hell. Like a dozen at least, you know what I mean? Esso just did a piece on, it used to be about talent, but now it's about numbers. Mm. Do you feel the pressure of finding a a dope talent that has the numbers already? Or do you say, so how how does the label allow you to, not get away with that, but now you right. You right. Say it. How the fuck does the label let them get away with this shit when everybody else got to do the shit? Yeah. Um. Well, that's again another reason why I like rocking with Tunji. And me and Tunji had that conversation to where he's like, "Yo, these people that that I signed, he's like, yo, some of them had like when I signed, had like five thousand followers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I respect Tunji and why the conversations that we have are so dope." Because it's like he, I would say more than most CEOs, like he still goes with the gut. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like, yo, I believe in the talent. Of course, we ha- you have to, you can't exist business-wise in this time and not make sure that you cover everything so that you have the numbers as well. But I can't remember who said it, but there was something dope to where it's like, the numbers is like GPS. You know what I'm saying? Like, the numbers is GPS. It's an easy way for you to find where you're going. You know what I'm saying? It helps you along the path. Mm. But it's like, that's not, you know, for me, I've never been strictly a numbers person. It's dope if they got numbers, but there's mad niggas that have a lot of numbers and they're trash. Or they will not be here six months from now. Or you might have a little moment, but that don't mean that anybody's going to care about you two years from now. So I'm a bit more traditional in the way that the people that I work with, I'm trying to work with people that are going to be future superstars and have a career of 5, 10, 15, 20 yeah. years and beyond. Because um, you and SO, y'all know when y'all rolling out an artist, y'all got to have three singles ready before the first one drops. If, if you want to make them substantial. Because people just putting out one-hit wonders. Right. That, Are you talking about a, now that's or back found, then? That's a foundational plan right now. Yeah, but now that plan no longer exists. No, you wanna, it do. It do. But it's too many people. I swear to God, this guy will call me and be like, Hein, this bitch got three months. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> no, about? I'll be like, yo, <laughs> they be hot. Yo, he be like, they that be bitch hot. in trouble. That they, nigga in they trouble. They be hot. Like, yo, they be hot <laughs> as a firecracker. And I'll be like, hi, look at this shit. He be like, yo, she on fire. I be like... She got a month, nigga. <laughs> yo, I, yo, Am I buddy, do I be it's wrong? Non-stop. I can't even say their name up here. I'll yo, be you like, be, you I'll be be like, like yo. they be mad at me. I'll be like, she got a month. If she don't come with a record, if she don't come with, with a follow-up, yeah. she got a month left. Then I'll call him and be like, this is the big joke. I call him. I'll be like, yo, I'll be acting like nigga gone. I'll be like, remember so-and-so? And he be, he be yo, like, here's one name right here. Uh, See, <laughs> you had to think about which it. Which one is that? Was, come on, nigga. Uh, oh yeah, but I, I, I said that, yo. 
I, I, he listen, said that in September. No, but listen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, here's the, here's the thing, and this is I can again I can only speak for myself because yo shit crazy. When it comes yo, the thing that's the thing that's that's weird. There's a lot of weirdos in the in the music industry, right? Mm, and the thing speak is, about we, it. and the thing is like we in the music business, so I don't know anybody that gets into business to not do well. I don't know mm. anybody that gets into into business like real businessmen. Like the whole purpose of a business is to make money, right? Well, it's to make money, but it's like to build up your company so that you can exit. You know what I'm saying? And go on to the next thing. Go on to the next thing. And I think even musically, if you look at the music business, everybody got to build up their brand so that you can get to a certain level, exit that level, and do something else. Like and, and not Rihanna nece- not, nece- not necessarily pivot from music, okay. but you just can't be doing the same shit forever. Because at some point in time, niggas is going to be like, all right, bro, get them what the- else do you got? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why people sometimes are like, eh, I'm cool with that guy or I'm cool with that girl because they haven't figured out to reinvent. But here is the real thing. Like, a few years ago, they used to say, um, right before the pandemic, there was a thing that said, it is going to become normalized to where people will go through about seven careers in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like mm. our parents, you know, people that were like, They drove a bus know, and they drove, they drove a bus and they drove years. it until they were 65, got their retirement. They pay, Like, it's normal now for somebody to have, on average, seven jobs throughout their life. Wow. But here's the thing. Within the music industry right now, Anybody who's anybody who is successful, anybody who is a, and and listen, we, in my opinion, we're also we're murdering that shit to where the megastars, they are, it's like a um, a dying breed, you know what I'm saying? Think about it like this. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, think about the era of when Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Cole, Cuddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was the last time that there was, like, those people that, like, that rose to that level. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying there hasn't been superstars since then, but I mean, like, you see collection. how... But you see, like, how we're talking... Huh? A collection is what you mean? or It's not even just a collection. I don't think, like, the thing is, people are putting less value and importance on a certain level of quality. You know what I'm saying? A certain, a certain type of longevity. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, like... Arguably, you know what I mean, if you th- look at Beyonce, you know what I'm saying, like one of the biggest super mega stars in the world. But when did Beyonce came out decades ago, fam? 97? Who's the new Beyonce? Not that we need one, but you understand what we I'm saying? We like, need one. Who, but who is, I, that, I said, who is well, that younger generation Drake, who's a megastar? Drake got to find but, but, another Drake, I said. But I said he he got to be tied. Wait, a, wait, where's I'm, another one? Yeah, but if I, if I was Drake, saying? would I necessarily want to find another Drake? But what you're saying is unfair. You don't necessarily want niggas to come and eat your food. You know what I'm saying? So well, it's if like, you're a billionaire and you and you going off to move on to the next thing, why wouldn't you put on the next man well, and But that's what I'm saying is that maybe when he gets to that level to where he's like, you know what? But isn't he doing that with people like 21 Savage? 21 was was big, right? Pause. Is he in, 20, but then, but now, in the same but lane? Now that, but now that he did an album with 21, he hit it, it, though. it's raised 21 stock. What? For sure. Not, not in the same, same lane? lane. No. But to go back to what you're saying. Like, why did hold a, on. Just stick a pin yeah, in it real quick. Yeah. Drake is probably arguably one of the best in rap history in terms of making his collabs like into something massive. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if anybody else that is at his level 
currently has ever currently collab- before. Hove? The best of both worlds. Best of both worlds was not, wait. Best of both worlds. But that's not worlds was not that good. But here's the thing. Like, but you're right. Jay did do that. A, he did do that a couple times. But the thing is that Drake got the he got the formula. He got the sauce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know they you know they call it the Drake effect. Like anybody that he rocks with. But here's but again going back to our original point is that you know who is gonna like who is gonna be that next Drake, that next Beyonce, that next. But here's the Cole, problem with that. That, next... that you're talking about an extremely unique individual. So if you look at it, whether it's sports, like we was like, where's the next Jordan? It takes about 10 years to get something close to that, which was Kobe. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at a Beyonce, that's not going to come out the factory. You you understand what I'm saying? Even baseball players, hockey players, like anybody that's... But look what what you just said, though. There wasn't a 20-year gap in between. What? In between, like if you think about... um, Jordan at his prime. Kobe came in during that yeah, time. Yeah, Kobe played against Jordan. When he's then, transitioning. And LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Now we in the days of like John ja Moran and ja Moran. Steph and whatever. In, like in hip-hop, the thing is, it's like... Is Rihanna close to what Beyonce is? No. She's not, different. She's different. She's, she's, not, di- she's different, but listen... Mm-hmm. Through her business acumen, no, or she's, she's on a level. Let's, let's, no, let's no, work no, this no, out. no, no. She's on a level I'm not, for I'm not, sure. I'm not talking about level, but I, where, where I'm going to, Re is definitely a superstar. She's probably one of the sexiest women ever to live, and she got mm-hmm. records. So I'm not. All even, respect due to ASAP. Oh yeah, everybody, but everybody, everybody, everybody knows. That's like saying the Beyonce look good. Respect to Jay Z. Everybody, come on, stop. Everybody know these things, bro. Like he's proud when niggas say that. He's like, yo, that's mine. I got two babies. You know what I'm saying? With that, she's locked in with me. Who cares? But she's different to me from a Beyonce. When Beyonce was hot, when Rihanna came along, I didn't look at Rihanna as replacing Beyonce. Rihanna was her own lane. That's true. I could see that, yeah, but, but, but but being black, I, I could see that because she did crossover records. I could see that. I could see you saying that because people are not going to think that because one is white and, and one's black. But she definitely filled that void, that sexy, that wild, yeah. sexy side void. Do well, whatever listen, you yo, want. Well let, me, well, let me tell you something. So what's crazy was, what year was it? Might have been. What year did she sign with um with Rock La Familia or whatever? When Jay-Z, uh, it was it around with like Yummy Fine. 04, 04, 04, 05. They all together, Yummy, Rihanna, Tierra Marie, um, um, I remember Tierra, Neo, and Trey Song. So here's the thing. I'm in, I'm in the Brown. studio, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, at the crib, and um, I, get this, I get this call from my mans, from Mark Jordan. Mark Jordan was manager with Rihanna. Design, well, right? well, here, well, here's the thing. At that time, he was not. He had just, I guess he was at Columbia, and then they parted ways. And, you know, he was doing whatever, traveling or whatever. Yeah. And I get a call and it says, yo, Cardi. He says, I'm in Barbados. He's like, I found the most beautiful, talented little girl ever. I'm like, word? He's like, yo, I'm telling you, fire. Like, she can sing, da-da-da-da-da, blah-blah-blah. And the joke, I said, I said, word? I said, what's her name? He said, Rihanna. I was like, hmm. I said, that's way too Caribbean. It's never going to work. Um, <laughs> <but, y'all, laughs> yo, 
True story. Shout out, yo. Shout out to Reed. She, yo, that, yo. Let me. So you let, ever let, told her that to her face? Listen, Reed, listen. If you know the amount of fun that, that we had, that is, we had a good, good ass time. Because here's the funny thing. When I, so anyway, he's like, yo, I'm about to go meet with Jay. He's like, yo, I got Elephant Man on a couple of demos. I need you on a couple of demos because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for Jay or whatever. So I did a couple of joints, you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. And then everybody heard the story about how he locked her in the room and, you know, they signed her overnight or whatever. And yeah, if you go back to Rihanna's first album, like, one of those demos, like, my joint is on there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One of the features. And the funniest thing was 2005, Jay came up to Toronto to do something, a, a caravana. Carabana block block party called uh, I think he called it like Rock Rock the Banner or something like mm-hmm. that. So it was him, Kanye, Syph was DJing, Tierra Marie was performing, Rihanna was performing, and he had asked me to be um, the special guest, but like a surprise guest, so people didn't know at the time. And yo, if you if you like go to YouTube, I think it's on I think it's on my page, but go to YouTube. Like that was a legendary night in the city. Like, that place was packed. And Jay wasn't supposed to perform like Kanye nobody. It was supposed to be um, Tierra Marie, Rihanna. Then I was supposed to come out, you know, do the and whole Jay, special. And Jay and Kanye wound up performing. Nigga, the way that when I came out there and I tore that shit down, Jay was like, oh, oh, you, you think you're going to do this at my own shit? Yo, he was like, yo, Syph, let's go. And him and Kanye ended up performing like it was a crazy night. But the point was, that was my first time meeting Rihanna in person, was rehearsals for that. Rihanna used to be, when she was young, I think she was like 14 or 15, she was mad shy, bro. Like super just shy, you know, Mm -hmm. young girl coming from Barbados, Ray, 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 super sweet. And um, it was like, it was very dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like meeting her that time. That's actually the first time that I met Jay that was that same time. Mm-hmm. And he was dope because he was, you know what I mean? He thanked me for, you know what I mean, participating with the whole Rihanna thing or whatever. And it was a legendary time at Carabana. But I say that to say, obviously, like, you know, we went on when they, she came and shot, hey, Mr. DJ in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people are always like, yo, how are you in the video? I'm like, what you mean? First of all, that's my people. Second of all, they mm-hmm. shot it in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we also, you know, me and Reed, we went on tour with 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was... I didn't know she toured with 50. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know you, I didn't know you toured with, with 50 album. And David Banner. Mm. And that was, that was crazy, too. Shout out to 50. That's a wild boy. I still remember because that was a few years later. And I remember he said, <laughs> he said, he said how old are you? And she said, her name, she said her age. And he was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to come fuck with you next year. <laughs> Oh man, but like I'm telling you, like those, but those times, like you know, what I'm saying, like seeing seeing Rihanna go from this, like you know, shy, just sweet girl, you know, what I'm saying, to just like finding herself, and really, like the more that she became comfortable with herself, that's when everything changed Turned for up. her. Damn, you know so, what I'm saying? so so you seen a, a, a whole bunch of people transform because you seen me go from a shy a shy quiet young dude i never seen that you seen me come from a I, nigga, you know what I'm saying? from a shy quiet young dude to get my confidence to talk on camera you know what i'm saying talk to him, you, talk know to him. Saying? <laughs> you know what i'm saying kid? You know? <laughs> what was it like when toronto won that ship 
Ooh. What did, they mean? Did, did, did that officially turn Toronto into a basketball city instead no. of a hockey? Because you know, no. people don't know when you watch SportsCenter, they lead with hockey. Yeah. No matter what. It, it was a tough adjustment. Yeah. Canada is a hockey town. No. Yeah, but. You don't think so? Well, Canada, yeah. Canada yeah. is a hockey but, town. But Toronto, since we had the Raptors, like, we've been rocking forever. Like, when I was in high school, when they first. Damon Stoudemire. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. You know what I'm saying? Be. Like, from them days. We was all in. What I love about now, though, is that at that time, it was still like an American league within Canada. But what's happening now is like you're seeing now there's a pathway. You got, you know Canadian, you got mad Canadian players. Mad Canadian you, you players. You look at Jamal Murray, Justin Thompson. Doing it. You know what I'm saying? Wiggins. Wiggins. There's so many. Um, 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 SGA. Uh, RJ Barrett. Mm-hmm. Shea Gildress. Joseph. Yeah. Chris mm-hmm. Joseph, yeah, it's a Boy. lot of Canadian ball. And we players. missing a few more. No, it's, a, it's we missing. We missing more than a few. It's yeah. a lot of Canadian ball but, players. Yo, but the balling. thing is, like, we had legendary. Um, it would be the equivalent of like people that played at the Rucker or whatever, mm-hmm. but like never had the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Or didn't have the access. That's how it was in Toronto. Like we had mad street legends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Greg Francis, uh, Greg Francis, who just passed away. You know what I'm saying? Who was a, a mega ball legend? You know what I'm Greg saying? Greg Francis like, was, was from loose, Toronto. Loose talk on that. Yeah, I didn't know Greg yeah, Francis and he was from play, Toronto. Yeah, and he used to play in Europe yeah. and all that. Yeah, Greg Francis was from Toronto. Yeah, shout out, yo, shout out. I grew up like so. Um, I was real close um, with his sister. We used to do music together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you was real close. What that mean? Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, an animal. Very much so, but you I know what I'm saying. Real, we I, had, I was real. I know that music business. So I was real close with her, and we we did some songs together. You know what happens when niggas do songs together? Shit starts. That's what hap- that's what happens when this nigga does, go, does songs go. together. When you this know all the R and B songs that was written about him. Come on, yeah. stop, bro. <laughs> this this interview is not about anyway. They, what so, I what I was yeah. what I was saying is it's like <laughs> the time is the time is dope now because it's like now you have kids that can literally see a pathway to the NBA. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, yeah. a, it's a reality. The same way I always said in Toronto, music and basketball is an ill parallel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like now you have kids that can not even, you know what, not even just music and we'll segue because I know that was part two of the, the, yeah, the uh-huh. thing, but it's not even just music now. Like now with me being on TV and going into the third season, now they're like, oh shit, like maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe mm-hmm. I could be I could be on TV, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like maybe I could be a TV personality um, or whatever. And I think that's what's ill about Toronto is there's so much opportunity. And the thing is, we have some of the some of the craziest talent, yo. Like when it comes to producers, when it comes to songwriters, when it comes to rappers, singers, like all of that. You know what I'm saying? Even yo, even in the fashion world, like yeah. Toronto is a is a crazy market for a lot of things. It's so clean too. I think um. I don't know if he's done Definitely. this. Definitely. No, it's one of the cleanest cities I've ever been. I, has um, Drake ever done an all Toronto album? What you mean? Just, it would be you, The Weeknd, just nah. squash all the, the beef drama, be like Cardi on this track, The Weeknd on this track, Belly on. You got Nelly Furtado. You Nelly, got, yeah. That album would, just, just would, that album would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? That I would, would love he, to he, see that. Yo, and I think, here's the thing. I don't think, like, aspe- that's a great, that's bro, a great here's idea. the thing, especially not even, not even now. Like, the thing is, it's like, a lot of us are all, like, we all grown. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
Here's the thing. When you're young, everything seems like mix-up or beef or whatever. But when you're younger, you realize that all it is is just like unnecessary pride, ego. Yeah. You know what I'm Nobody saying? Nobody never talked about it. Insecurity. Lack of communication. Lack of communication yeah. is the number one thing. thousand percent. So what, yo, what's dope right now, though, is it's like, I can't, I'm not going to generalize and say all of Toronto. But when you're talking about a lot of those different people, like I just came from, you know what I mean, from going to support, you know what I mean, and, and, and um, go watch Nelly Furtado in one of her comeback shows. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like, what's ill is you remember, like you remember like last year at OVO Fest, she came out, Drake yeah, brought she her came out. Yeah, she came out to OVO Fest. And you know what I'm saying? She was in all black. She was in this dress or whatever. And a lot of people hadn't seen Nelly in a minute. Yeah. Yo, less than a year later, she performed on, on that same stage um, just a couple nights ago. Okay. And my guy, like, she looked crazy in a good way. I saw you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas haven't seen her But I say all that to say, like, <laughs> if you look at a lot of the people that's doing it on a level right now, a lot, like, everybody good. I think, I think all it is is it's like, I don't know, somebody, one, somebody would, would have to have the vision. Mm-hmm. Two... You're talking, about, you're talking about Timing people stuff. that don't usually have time. Like, Drake got his own crew, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, he got to, you know, he already got to figure out, you know, Wait, all the yeah. man's them from, you know, Baca, Roy Woods, um, all the, you know what I'm saying, Division, all the different people, Majid Jordan, all the different people that he has signed to him. He already got to juggle all that, you know what I'm saying? Never mind, like, trying to... You're talking about the weekend, bro. Get, mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like you're like, talking about the weekend. The bro. weekend, bro. Like, I, I'm, I'm always thinking like the it Avengers. It would be crazy though. It would be it would be crazy. It would be it would be it would be that, devastating. That that would be something in my mind that would take Canada and the whole scene to another level because, and and he don't got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because it would have to be some type of tour attached to that. Because it would be too much. Even if it was a, even if it was just a Canadian tour. Say you take out the U.S. You say, yo, I'm just gonna feed the people of my town mm. and and have the weekend. You, you don't need a whole bunch of records. You need one record with the weekend on it. One record with a division and and, and Cardi on and get the right feel. Yeah, of course. You, you make, get Nelly Potato. You, you get Nelly Potato just to do a record and Drake spit a verse on it. Make that the the single and you have all these monster people with the young people. If 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 he wants to launch. Mm. His young people. That would be the way? That, and they're from Canada. This is the perfect way to launch it mm. with veteran and known people. This nigga's on television. He's signing people. He understands the business too. It's a whole melting pot of things, but those same It'd be things. Ill. But, but I those, thought about it like but that those, would be ill. But those same melting pot of things and knowing about business and everything could be what would what could keep it apart. Mm. Because it's all about who's gonna compromise and who's gonna give and who's gonna take. It ain't gonna be about the music. It's gonna be about the business Paperwork. behind the music that's gonna see if it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you an ignorance question? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, the the Blue Jays won, you know, back to back World Series. Mm-hmm. Where were you when you first heard back to back by Drake? Oh, the- yeah. Because when I saw the cover, I, listen, I was working no, at that time. At that time, I was, yo, at that time I was working with the producer. That's that's what's crazy. Really? So you yeah. knew it was coming? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think when you first heard it before everybody else did? Then 
I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. I heard the beat before everybody else, okay. and, I, and, and, and I knew what was going on. But, I mean, I tell people all the time, here's, you know, here's, the, here's the thing that's crazy. I felt, I felt a little bit... Mm. I was conflicted for a minute only because, like, me and the Clips have history. You know what I'm saying? Me and the Clips have history, and I remember, like, how I felt, like, when him and Push... We're in that thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember how I, how I felt because I was just like those guys, you know, those guys supported me, and we did so many, you know, different mm -hmm. collabs over the years, and being on grinding was such a big part of mm -hmm. my legacy and stuff like that. So it's like I remember when he did um when he did back to back and he's going through that stuff with with Meek. Like at the end of the day, I'm always Team Toronto, of course, for real. It is what it is. No, what we, it is. We, we like, you can never go. But, 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 you, you can never. Team no matter. Queens, no matter I'm who it is, Queens. you can never go against the city. But I'm Team Queens, and somebody just asked me about a Nikki question. Ray Daniels. Yeah. Nikki or Kim? I chose Kim. How about this? I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. When I heard Ether. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, wait a minute. You chose Kim? Yes. How do you win against Queens? You know why? I like Kim. I mean, I, I'm honest. Like when I'm saying stuff about Queens, people the views think, that are people expressed. think I'm trying to people think by SO do listen. not reflect but those. Let me, let me say this though of the other dude on the orange okay. couch. Okay, people think that when I'm bigging up Queens, mm. I'm just bigging it up for no real. Oh, just I'm from Queens. No, when I'm bigging Queens up, I'm bigging it up because. That's how I really feel. I'm not into gassing people for a foundation. Right. Do I think Nikki is dope? Nikki's dope. Nikki got one leg above Kim because Nikki wrote her rhymes. The conversation was about whose songs do I like better. I feel like little Kim made records that although she was a female, niggas could relate to. Niggas was rapping little Kim records. Niggas, men are not rapping Nicki Minaj records. Nicki is for the females. So that's why I chose Kim. And I'm from Brooklyn, but when I heard Ether on the radio, I was like, <laughs> I remember we was in the car and I was with a bunch of Brooklyn niggas. They're like, I don't know about this one. It's all right. I'm like, nah, nigga. That's fine. Stop nah, playing. nigga. <laughs> so, 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 you <laughs> so know what I'm saying? That's, but I, I know that feeling. So I'm like, I wonder where Cardi was at. He's from the Six. That's his town. I mean, listen. Why do they call it the Six? I, I thought it was from the area code, 416. Yeah, 416. Okay. I thought it was something else different beside the area. Because people told me that, but I was like, I need to ask a Toronto person, like, why is the what's the, the one area code most this? people remember? 416. Yeah, I mean, that's the classic joint. Yeah, that's the classic. What's the new one? We got too many. 647, 909. No, no, 416, man. Because like, when I think of um, when I think of calling over here, it's like, 718. 212. 212. You know what I'm saying? 914 Uptown. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you don't accept 917? Uh-huh. You don't accept 917? 917? Yeah, it's kind of original. 347 is nice. It's still kind of new to certain people. I mean, people. listen, my and shit. And that's 929. I hate that 929. See, I, don't I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know what that is. I, I hate that 929, bro. I got the best area code in the game, though. Yeah, you know that. 808. Nah. Nah. That's dirty nigga on. shit. Yeah, that's later on. That's yeah. later yeah, on. Yeah, that's later that's on, later on. Shit. Yo, are you busier now than you was when you was just solely rapping? If I'm... Nah. 
You don't think so? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My guy, we used to be gone like three and a half weeks out of every month, just everywhere. Mm. Literally, like China. But South you be trapped, but you Romania. be but you, you you was in four continents in four days not that long ago before I came to come see you Jeez. for your birthday in, in Toronto. Then you come here, you're in Atlanta. You, you're coming here off the whim all the fucking time. You'll be in fucking Brazil. You, you'll be in fucking Phil, all the places. I, Brazil's, yo, you know what's funny? The amount of crazy places I've been, there's a few mm. obvious ones that you think that I, that I went to that I never, I never went to Brazil. I never went to I it. thought you went with Sue. Didn't Sue go to Brazil? I thought no, you No, she went with uh, John Batiste. Oh, she was I, on tour I, I thought, oh, I thought you was with her. No, shit, no. Who, who's John Batiste? John Batiste is um homeboy that um he used to be the band he used to be the black guy he used to be um for one of those late night shows um which one is it Conan Stephen Colbert one of them right. one of them but he used to be he used to be like the head guy of one of them late night joints and then like he broke out um and he's doing like his own solo career okay. thing so anyone like Mad Grammys and all the rest of that John Batiste yeah. So Sue, um, Sue goes on tour with him all the time. Oh wow! But um, no, I never been to Brazil, Italy, and Hawaii. What about Colombia? No, or Colombia. We've been everywhere, but nah, like we were way like. Here's mm. the thing. Um, intentionally, I slowed down on the music side because it's like, if I'm being completely honest, I don't really know me personally. I don't know many musicians who didn't have to kind of make a choice. Meaning? Meaning, they're like, yo, I'm on the road, I'm earning money for my kids, but you're missing mad shit that you're, ki- you're missing them growing up. You know what I'm saying? And that's, for me, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an option. You wasn't worried about money or, or maintaining or be, 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 being used to a certain lifestyle? Like- First of all, we Caribbean, so mm-hmm. more time we don't put money over everything. You know what I'm saying? Like for us, and, and, it's, and it's, no, it's no disrespect, but it's just like culturally growing up the way that we, that we grow, it's like I still got to report to my auntie them, my uncle them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Grandmother, cousins, Ray, they still Ray, look Ray. At you, like you five or ten. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you think that I could come to them with some Puff Daddy shit, like some Diddy shit talking about blah, blah, blah. And they just look at me crazy, fam. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, big like, time. It's just not a thing. And then also, you know what I'm saying, got to give a, um, a shout to my mom. My mom, from the time that I was young, was somebody who was heavy into the community. You understand what I'm saying? To this day, she's a community activist, worked for the Board of Education, all that. The first Afrocentric school in Canada, my mom was one of the founding people that helped build that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you come from that, bro, it's like, you can't, I could never choose like money over, over family. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got a wife, three kids, and it's beautiful, bro. And I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. Like, if I just kept going the way that I go in, the way that I was going before, it's like, yeah, I'd probably be, have mad more dough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the same time, I would have missed those years that you can't get back. You know what I'm saying? Money you can make anytime. Time, you can't, once that's gone, it's gone. You know what I mean? So for me... I think what's ill about right now is, is it's just the balance. You know what I'm saying? It's the balance and it's the blessing of being able to do. Like people talk oh, about okay. what is success to you, what is success to I thought she to, was naked, my boy. Huh? Oh, you, this like room, so this girl, she looked wild naked, bro. 
This is crazy. I'm talking about my kids. He's talking about naked. Yo, you got to see this shit. Oh, just him. This is wild. Yeah. This is wild. But nah, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, honestly, <laughs> people say, you know, how do you measure success? You know what I mean? Mm. Some, people, some people measure it by what's in their bank, how they look, what they're able to do, whatever, whatever. And, you know, for me, bro, it's about, <laughs> it's about having peace in my life, yo. It's about being able to move how I want to move and only do stuff that I'm passionate about because the stress ain't worth it, yo. I think the most expensive thing we all ever pay for is peace of mind. Oh, yeah. Um, aside from Toronto, because that's classic, what's another favorite city of yours in Canada? In Canada? Yes. Oh, that's... I only got two, so... so. Montreal. 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 Montreal, wild, bro. Toronto and like Montreal for sure. Um, shout out to the East Coast, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Nova. Halifax. Is I used fire. to be in Ottawa a lot too. I don't is know. There why. A war- is there a warm part of Canada? Yep. No. No warm part at all? Only no time it's warm is summer. Va- no, Vancouver. Like Vancouver. But that's heard. on the West Coast, right? Yeah. So it's uh, Vancouver's like Seattle. So it'll rain a lot. Okay. I don't think the most six figure people live in. Per. In Vancouver? Yes. Probably. Probably. Vancouver's nice, yo. Yeah. Vancouver's yeah. nice. Shout out to my man Red One. I remember when Red used to live in the um in the projects. And I remember we went there and I was just like, I was like, bro, I understand that this is the projects, but bro, I can see the mountains, fam. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> like I I vividly remember that standing on his stoop. You know what I'm saying? Looking like at in the his mountain. and I'm like, but bro, but the mountains are right there. Like just, you know what I mean? It's just something about it a being view. so beautiful a and view. picturesque. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times... We, we look at all the mountains like that when you grow up in the East Coast. Nah, for sure. But think about it, though. Like, think about even New York. Like, any one of the, pro- any one of the housing projects or whatever. It's like, yeah, you look, you're look. surrounded by other, other apartments. In California, they got mountains and shit. Hey, and somebody from New York would be like, oh, the mountains. This ain't the hood. Well, that is true, because I remember the first time that I did go to, um, uh, what's his name, Alan S. Gordon from the Rap Pages from back in the day, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, you know, us being from Toronto, like, we were like, yo, we want to go to the neighborhoods out there, and I remember going to the neighborhoods, and I was like, they had yards, and, you know what I mean, gates, and I was like, this is, this this is, is where, the, they, like, where, this is where it goes down? Mm-hmm. He's like, nigga, it's where it goes down, you know what I'm saying? So. I guess it really depends on, because you know what? People from New York come up to Toronto all the time. All the time. And they're just, but they're always like, man, it's pretty over here. Like, it's clean, but it's nice. But the, Yo, the, but the thing about, but the thing about Toronto, though, is when you go to certain neighborhoods, like when you get to the neighborhood, oh, you know you're in the neighborhood. You know you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. Boston's like that, too. When you get to the neighborhood, you know you're in the neighborhood. Yeah. Boston, Boston rugged. That's why I said. Out of all the people I've ever seen commit crimes, the Canadians were the most sophisticated. Bro, I didn't know that they committed so much crime up yo, there. Bro, they, they robbed a nightclub with tear gas, bro. They went, imagine, Listen, get on the ground. I am, crazy, I am not nigga. for a second going to be promoting. I'm going to promote something positive. It. I'm not, but here's Can we yo, go here, to a yo, hockey game? Me, you, Esso. I ain't going Maple to a Leafs hockey game. It's too cold. Have you ever been to one? I have. I'm tropical, bro. It's too cold. Let's, let's do it. I want to go to a Maple Leafs game. Wanna, you want to go to a Maple Leafs yeah. game? 
I know it's wild. He dead. He's dead serious. I'm dead ass. Him and his brother go yeah. to. I go to the Rangers to the game. game. They they be thinking. So we're, here's the thing. And yo, don't crucify me. Enlighten us. Culturally, if you want more excitement, though, the Canadians, the Montreal Canadians, yeah, the Montreal Canadians. Yes, I heard that. It's a different experience. It's it's rad. It's a it's a different experience because shout out to my man. Oh shit, I gotta call my man PK. PK Subban. He live PK out Subban. here now. You fuck with PK? That's my bro. That's my. He live out here. Word. I, we got you know he's doing. Him. What is he doing? I think he's on, he's on ESPN. TV. He's on yeah, TV he's on now. ESPN he commentates now. now. Yeah. You know so him, he live out. He live out here now. Jerome McGinley. Mm. Um. What was the Grant Fuhr when he Anson played? Anson Carter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yo. Yeah, but yo, but don't miss it, Toronto, because he know any excuse for me to go to Toronto, oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm hoping the OVO fans come back around and Cardi be yo, like, we oh, got, yo, we, we got doing a... another boat ride. Yo. Oh, yeah, because you know I'm there. Ghost, we listen, there. Yo, listen, from now, I don't want to date the podcast, but literally from now, like the whole of summer, we got a lot of stuff going on, yo. Got a lot of stuff. There's a lot of... It, op- it, it, depends on what you, it, it depends on what you want to do. This Friday, this Friday, um, I'm doing a show with the Locks. Ooh, let's um, go. I know that's going to be crazy. Uh, the week after that, is it the week after that? I'm hosting Nelly and Friends up there. So he got everybody from, who on that show? I don't want to misspeak, but it's like a, gang, like a gang of people here. I think Rick Ross is coming. Mm. A gang of people is coming. So I'm hosting that, um, loose on the coming. Um, but I'm hosting that entire show. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, so. We got to do another boat ride, son. We sure do. I want to be involved in that. We got to do another boat ride. We got to get you in the Carabana. Do, do they still do it on the highway? I, for Car- I, I stayed on the Nigga. block of Carabana. He no, put no, no, me no, right no. in the middle of Carabana. No, no, no. You do, once you go on the highway, you're going to understand, because that asphalt with that sun beaming on you, it ain't like Eastern Park. The the high, but you, but you know right what, though? It's, di- it's, it's different now, though. In what way? I'm um, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more organized. corporate, structured, organized. It was coming right down the block past my hotel. So I'm trying to tell you, it was coming that ain't right down. Yo, but the days that you talking about, oh, no, those were the best days ever. Best days ever, ever, yo, yo. ever, 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 ever. I was ever, losing ever, my ever. mind. Ever, ever, but ever. It, like, it's, my mind. It's, bro. it's different. Although it was loud because because this year they didn't ha- have one the year before and all that, so everybody yeah, yeah, was yeah, excited to was go. And, and? But it was totally different. See, because you got to remember, like also, like it's funny because even the younger generation have no idea what we're talking about. They don't. But them times. Young Street, you see how you stayed at Young Street? Young, Young, oh, Young Street on a Friday, Lit. the whole shit was packed from like up where he stayed at Young and Bloor all the way down to like Young and King. Mm. That was the strip. Mm. So it was like every that's where that's where you go to meet girls for the yeah. whole. What changed it? Um, just the times, bro. Just people getting older, different generations. Nah, because like you the younger so? generation could have took over, but yeah. I think what happened yeah. is it's like. Different businesses got involved, you know what I'm saying? It went from being Carabana to now it's called like Toronto Carnival or whatever. I don't feel that. And the, you know what I mean? There's you know it's feels just dirty. it's just it's just a different it's a different vibe and energy. It's still dope, you know what I'm saying? Because we still celebrating the Caribbean culture up there, but it's just like there's there's a lot of a lot of different things happening. And again, it's at the exact same time usually as OVO Fest. So it's like you know what I mean? There's like there's different dynamics. Before it was only Carabana, yeah, so everything was about oh, yeah, Carabana. Yeah, right. But now, you know, Drake still he's attracting the biggest artists in the world. 
So, you know what I mean? There's just a lot more shit to do. You know what I mean? Is, is York University still that deal? York University, that's where I went. Shout out to York University. Of Yo, course dog. it is. I was telling Esso, that's where Little X was getting all the models from. Man. Yeah. Yo, what? Shout out to X, yo. Yo, what's a what's a money commandment that you live by, um, Cardi? A money commandment? Yeah. Money commandment. What do you stick to to keep your money flowing? What would you advise young people to do when they start getting money? What's a money commandment that you live oh, by? Okay. Um, yo, if I'm being honest, and they talk about it all the time, like there was no. Like when I first got signed in my in my early twenties, bro, like there was no blueprint where we came from. Yeah. I didn't have anybody that that I could ask about advice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what do I do with my bread? How do I invest it? Where do I invest it? So to be honest, like for me, I learned late in life. But what I would say is that it's be it's better you learn late than not to learn at all. So it's like I would definitely advise, and I and I do. Like all the artists that I work with, like if you can, like real estate, you know what I'm saying? Like invest in land. Because the thing is that in terms of the population, the population is going up and up and up. And with the exception of like Dubai and a couple other places, like it's a finite amount of land. Is so it really it's always going to increase. Say what? Because Dubai is man-made. No, but that's why I said like with the exception of places like Dubai. That's, that's man-made where they can make their land. Generally speaking, there's land a finite good. amount of land. And even when they do actually really start to like develop those cities that are going to live out on the water or whatever, until such a time. But you know where they're going to, the real estate's going to be in outer space. Eventually. Here's the thing. In 19, 100 years ago, mm. the average life expectancy, you know what it was? Mm -mm. 57. Mm. Now it's 77. So if you just start shortening it because, you know, you got science and technology, it's more advanced. So 50 years from now, the life expectancy is going to be what, 99? You, are, you, you always want this life expectancy to go up because you want, they, they, they putting subconscious in the next Bro, person's subconscious. They freezing you for 500 yes. years. He's so, he's so caught up. He's like, I want to live for 500 years. No, nigga. How about, this? How about this? It's not one of his, nigga. One of his family members asked him, aren't you tired of being a man? What did you say? Is she out of her fucking mind? So don't, I'm a don't you, being a don't man. You, don't you still want to be Esso for the next 500 years? Nah, you that dude, I, I don't want to live alone. I, I want to be you with, get, you, with nigga, my you loved ones you gonna get new people? All your other people you are going to lose people. He said, you're going to lose your old people. You're going to get new people. Yo. This is the same motherfucker. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what tangent y'all niggas just went on, but going back <laughs> to, the, to the money thing, I would like... I would say right now we have so much access to um, be able to be financially In the literate. Mm. I think really what it is, is, is really understanding it. Because it's like, the more that I am around, you know what, let me not say just being around wealthy people, but being around people that will share with you some of the insights as to how to acquire wealth, but more mm. importantly, how to retain Maintain it. Maintain it. Mm -hmm. Like, that is that is crucial. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is... But who it, do you trust, though, Cardi? Because niggas be robbing niggas. I don't trust nobody. There you go. So, so who are you going to trust to help you maintain this money? Because in this in, in, in this business, accountants is the, is the number one thieves out this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. They rob you fucking blind. I, you had, I had stories with Rock Wilder, 
Neos has stories. Nelly's has stories. Tons of people has Migos has has stories well, here's, about well, here, losing well, here's money the other to thing. people. If we look at you. if we look at other communities, right? There's always going to be thieves. But what other communities do better than us is, I feel like they they network more. I feel mm-hmm. like they they hold each other more accountable. And these people that are stealing from like what you said, whoever Rockwell or whatever, I don't know what their cultural background is, ethnicity, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is it's like there are other communities that that pool their resources. And I don't just mean money. They also pool their resources in terms of like, yo, Heineken is the ill accountant. You know what I mean? He's done right by, there's a hundred people that all say he's, done right he's by the me. guy, go see That's Heineken. That's who you go see. Gotcha. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? They don't go outside the circle. Don't, exactly. So gotcha. it's like for me... Even the you know my current person that I'm with right now, it was some it was something that I um that I just got during the pandemic. But again, it's because my network and the people that I keep around me, I was able to you know what I'm saying um, shout out to Pinball Clemens, um, who was a national treasure. You know what I'm saying he played football and all that, um, and you know now I believe his title. I think he's the president. Um, of the Argos, you know what I'm saying, which is our Toronto uh, uh, Argonauts. Yeah, CFL, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So the thing about him though is he is he is such an incredible, incredible leader. Um, but to me, you know what I'm saying, like that's big bro. You know what I'm saying? And he is somebody that he's one of those people that lives by his words. So it's like I had a conversation with him to where I'm like, yo, I need I need somebody good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I need to find somebody good. And the thing that's dope is he had these people that he had recommended to me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yeah, but you know, Cardi, I think this person would be dope for you. Here's why. Da, 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 da. We vetted the scenario. You know what I'm saying? I was able to... Sometimes, again, like some people are, some people just got the gift of gab. You know what I mean? So you can't really, you know... Got you. Go by people just because, you know what I mean? Just because they're... Uh-huh. I got they're good, you. They're good. You know what I mean? But... Um, it was an important lesson for me, you know what I'm saying? Because again, just even as a as a big man, like sometimes you gotta understand what your strengths are. And I think a lot of times it's like, to be honest, we be on the net too much, bro. We be on the net too much. We be like, people cap all day long. People <laughs> sk- like people skip mad steps. People will be telling you all this random stuff. And and the thing that's sad is the younger generation. Eat it Unfortunately, up. like whatever they see on the net, a lot of these guys are like, yeah, but they I just believe saw, in it. They really do. They really believe. And I that, yo, that's the scary part. They really believe in this shit. <laughs> but, but again, that's why, like, when it comes to me and anybody that anybody that I've dealt with, I believe at least 95 percent of the artists that I've ever dealt with, young managers, you know, what I'm saying anybody, like, I'm never shy to like sit down, just like how we're sitting down right now. And just get whatever I know. Or if they have questions, I'll give them whatever answers I have. And if I don't, I'll be like, yo, my G, I don't know. But you know who does? This person. I'm going to connect you with this person. But Cardi, you a different type of person. And pay it forward. Your temperament's different. Your mannerisms, way different. Um, Your standards is way different. Mm. So... I I, I got to say this because I don't want people to get it twisted because the music business and what we're doing is so dirty that I don't want them to even think and hope you're going to run into a nigga like this. 
okay? Because <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they're few and far in between. So you watch this like, oh my God, he's a great guy. They're great people in the music business. No, they're not. They're trash. <laughs> so understand that. They're not great fucking people. All right? So he's yeah. talking like, like he talked about me. He said, he, this guy, I knew this guy. <laughs> I know this motherfucker too, okay? And, 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 and he really is a nice guy, somebody oh. that you can have your family around, but there aren't other people uh. who I hadn't seen in years yeah. that I would bring my wife around to. People don't even bring their wives around this shit. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the few people to be like, yo, I'm going to experience this shit. I'm gonna take my wife with me, let her take pictures. She on stage with Drake. She going nuts. Mm. While Cardi's on stage, I'm like, get over here, get over here. You can't get over here. And Cardi's like, yo, let her do what the fuck she wanna do. He jumping around on stage. So don't think there's a bunch of Cardinal officials, cause they're not, all right? I just wanna get that straight. Yo, let me tell you something. My, my grandmother told me when I, when I signed my first deal, she's like, yo, just remember, you can't serve God and the devil at the same time. And that just always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I had to choose. And, it's, and it is that simple. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that comes from, again, how I was raised, comes with my beliefs. And some people be like, this nigga's a sucker, yo. Like, I'm, yo, queens get the money. But like, <laughs> get the money, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I've seen, you know, I've seen people that like, that have the bread, and it's like you can see in their, in their eyes, they, they ain't They're lost. More than lost, bro. I, yo, I, shout out to Chappelle, man. Chappelle is... That's my bro, but like being anytime you go to hang with Chappelle, just know that any given day or night that you hang with him literally could be a life-changing night. Cause that's what he always says. He's like, Cardi, we gotta, you know what I mean, live out the twilight of our youth and just have the best experiences ever. And Dave always try to go by that. So I bring that up to say I never he, met Dave. Yeah. You will. He's 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 an incredible person. Like the same way that you were talking about me and respect you for that is like the same way that I would say like somebody like Dave, you ain't gonna, there's only one, there's only one Dave. There's only one Dave. Like he is literally, if you ever get a chance to like all the dumb shit aside and just like get to have an intelligent conversation, he's one of the, yeah. you know what I mean, most engaging, intelligent, genius level people. I don't use that genius. He, he has to be, his comedy is, is, is genius level Bro. now. So the thing is, he there's a lot of different people that come around. And I remember we were at the Hollywood Bowl and there was um there was somebody that came around. And I remember I said to him, it's funny because this person's not really known for certain things, but at the time was saying a lot of inspirational shit at the time. I guess he was just in that zone. And nigga, I <laughs> I said I ain't gonna say who it is. I said because Mace was a pastor. It was a nah, joke. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Go ahead. Trash joke. But anyway, <laughs> the point was I remember like I, I saw him and I know him. I'll tell you about it. Basically, he was like, yo, what up, Cardi? Whatever, whatever. And I went to him and I said, yo, fam, like I know people, like anytime people see you, you know what I mean? It's some hype beat shit where niggas are like, ah, why? I, yo, I literally, I put my hand on him. I said, yo, fam, what you doing right now is more important than you think. There's a lot of people that are really taking your inspirational words, like the, the shit that you're putting out there right now, is needed. It's incredible, it's super dope. And listen, I know that everybody, they only wanna talk to you about cars and money and whatever, whatever, but this shit that you're doing right now mm -hmm. is really inspiring people, bro. And I encourage you, keep doing that shit, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? And the look on his face, he was afraid. Because I don't know why he was doing it, but like, 
when I told him that you could see it in his spirit, he was uncomfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is how this industry has a lot of people, bro, like people lost, bro. Mm -hmm. People like people are really, really lost. And hopefully, like as people get older, they'll shed the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And find more purpose in their life and realize that a lot of the yo, when people talk about Jay-Z, bro, and people are like, ah, Jay ain't put out no music in however long and blah, 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 blah. When I look at Jay-Z and I see, you know, when they talk about the maturation of Jay-Z, like... That, that's what you see. Yo, like, when I see him, he looks like he's at peace at all times. All times. <laughs> he looks like, he's like, bro, I don't care what you're talking about, I'm A-okay. There's not a lot people of... People got to get there. Nobody's There's not a lot there. of people. Like, think, about, think about the level of peace. Like, do you ever see Jay look, like, look... Riled shaking up, up riled up. Never. He calm as he calm, he be chill as a motherfucker right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing is, it's like, every, you know, every, like this industry, like it's funny to me, bro. It's like, from the time that you met me back in, whenever it was 05, 04, whatever, till now, like, it's the same cardinal that you're gonna get because it's just like, bro, I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't change who I am for these for these weirdos, bro. Not at all. Because everybody everybody will. Yo, my niggas, yo, son, yo, we got a... Oh, and though I'll be, I'll be telling Han, I'll be like, as soon as the nigga do that, I'll be like, Han. He be like, I, I know you know a nigga like that, but like, he faking. He don't fuck with me like that. It's just all because we outside and we hot right now. Or so now, who you standing beside. Sometimes niggas that don't mess with you, and then they'll see you with somebody, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hmm. I know this nigga don't like me. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For a fact. So I'm like, so for a fact, I know you don't like me. Right, for a fact, so I'm like, this is weird. Like, why you showing all this love? But you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm a person who, you know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna look you in your eye. Mm -hmm. I am going to give you adapts, and I mean it. You know, what I'm saying, like, when I see you, it is love. I don't hold, I don't hold no malice for nobody. You know, what I'm saying, and it's like, even those people that like, the funny thing is, it's like all those people that are out there that. Bad mind, like how oh, no bad mind blood clot you out there. <laughs> yeah. We know. It's just that more time I'm not gonna like bad you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not gonna reflect that energy, bro. Have to. It takes it's takes it takes too much. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if you know me, you know that you're always gonna receive love and good energy. The only thing I don't take is any form of disrespect. That's it. That's fair. From I don't get no form of disrespect, we good. Any Dave Chappelle moments that stand out to you? Way too many. What's one? It don't Way even have to be something mega. Way too many. I mean, shit. The was it the last time? No, not the last time. Two times ago when I was here a few weeks ago. Um, I was. I don't even remember why I was here, but I was supposed to hang, hang with you. I was gone. Yeah, I forgot yeah. why you was yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. missed out. That's. But, I, was um, I was in California. With but no, it was dope because it was. Um, it was. It was me, Michael Che. Dave, Sife, and Buster Rhymes. And he had this random pop-up show and Buster ended up performing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was just a random, I don't know, Wednesday been doing night. That for years, man. Damn, you ain't call us for a random pop-up. No, 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 no. You no, don't I'm know. I'm just fucking you know, He's yo, Joe Rogan said he'll just walk around when he was after the deal had messed up with um Comedy Central. He'd be like, I, I need to make some money. I'm just gonna pop up somewhere. No, but speak. he did that for like ten years. Yeah, he would just go to a park and have his speaker, mm -hmm. and they would just start giving him bread to do jokes. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like the thing about like the thing Ew. about Davis is just like 
Okay, I'll tell you just very quick, very quickly, one yeah. of the best experiences that I ever had, and I think it was best because it was the first, is that Dave said, yo, we do this thing called the juke joint. I said, all right. And he's like, yo, we do it in my hometown of Yellow Springs. You know what I'm saying? I said, all right, cool. So, yo, bro, he flew in, you know what I'm saying, me and my family at the time, like, I think my daughter was, I don't even know if she was a year old. Maybe she was a year old. Like, she was mad small. But it was like me, my wife, my three kids, my best friend. And we got to Yellow Springs and we got to the house. <laughs> and in the house is Bradley Cooper, Naomi Campbell, um, Q-Tip. Um, before the pandemic. Um, Gail King. Uh... Uh, David Blaine. Look at Ghostface. Ghost, Ghost is like, that's what we kind of What was y'all doing there? Chilling. Chilling. Yo, we, yo, we was inside his house, around this table, uh, was uh, Beth Ann Hardison, Kadeem Hardison's mom, who used to be one of the biggest uh, fashion agents in the world for black supermodels. She was there. Um, I just remember we were around this big-ass table, and Gail King was like, yo, let me get that baby. Took my, took my daughter. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm just, I'm looking at my wife. And I'm just looking around the room. I'm like, what is going on? Like, just the, the wildest gathering, you know what I'm saying? Of just like some of the most extraordinary people you've ever seen in your life. And it's like, Darnell Rollins was, people don't know, he's an ill chef. So he really? was, yeah. So he was chefing it up. You know what I'm saying? Barbecuing and all that. And um, so the juke joint, what it is, is it's like half comedy, half music. D-Nice was there. So this is before, the, obviously before the pandemic. pandemic yeah. D-Nice was like, I don't want to say he was Chappelle's DJ, shout out to Trauma. But like whenever he had the juke joint, he would always have D-Nice. So what would happen is that D-Nice would play a set, you know what I'm saying? And if I'm there, you know what I mean? Me and Sife, we take the mic, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, Talk whatever. Around. You know what I mean? Just rock the party. But then it would shift to live music. So he would take uh, members from Prince's band, from Stevie Wonder's band, and they would all be on the stage, and now they're doing live shit. Was he filming this too? Yeah. He did a movie, did a movie for the pandemic. That's how I asked him. Uh, no, it's, but it's, so this is like, this is years before, but. A whole movie about the juke joint in the pandemic. Right. Which was, which was dope, but weird. Like the original juke <laughs> joint is like, it's just way more crazy. But you would only know that because you experienced this. So. Not for sure, but. Out, a different But out, here's what I'm saying. You just gotta, you just gotta understand that, like, think about it like this, like. You know, when it shifted over to the live, the live band part, what he'll do is whatever rappers, singers, like whoever's there, everybody got to go up and touch the stage. You know what I'm saying? So over the years, like, I mean, I've seen anybody you can think of, Common, Erica Badu, Talib, friggin' uh, John Legend, uh, Lenny will pass through, just like, just mad people. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the first time, the first time, like when I met Dave for the first time, I met Dave, he invited us to the show, and it was me and my wife, and the very first day that I met him, he's like, yo, tomorrow, this was in Toronto, he's like, yo, I'm doing a juke jam tomorrow, and I didn't know what it was, he's like, yo, would you come tomorrow and perform with Usher? I was like, what? <laughs> in Toronto? I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he's known for that. Yo, and but this is the first time that I met the guy. 
Even he asked you come me to perform, perform with, with Usher. Usher tomorrow. And the reason why we, you know what I'm saying, why we clicked so much was not, I mean, that first night, I remember it was me, Usher, D-Nice, Chappelle, maybe one or two other people. And we just talked for hours. You know what I'm saying? The next day, I'm mad nervous because I'm like, what am I walking into? Much less I got to perform with Usher. And when I got there, Usher just finished performing. So I'm like, now I got to go on Behind, after Usher? After Usher. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's but what was dope, tore that shit down. And from that day, Dave was like. Are, are, are you the reason that Dave and Syph is so close? Did you no, put them together? Syph was on the Chappelle show. Oh, Syph was the D. I, if you I go forgot. back to the DVD, Syph was the DJ forgot, on the Chappelle I forgot, show. I forgot, I forgot. Yeah, no, hell no. They, they, go, they go way back. You know what I'm saying? They go way back. But. What I love is it's just like, it's, it's real family, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's real family. And it's like, put it this way, a few years ago, um, I gave Dave like a hard drive full of like unreleased Cardinal music. Because mm. Dave was, re was really the one that actually made me start messing with me for a while, maybe for like a year or two. I didn't want nothing to do with music at all. I was like, yo, this I is I went trash. through that. I went through that. But I, I, went to, I went to go see Dave, <clears throat> and we all, you know, we were drinking at his spot, and it was like five in the morning, and he's like, bro, like, why are you not, why are you not putting out music? Why are you not doing any music? And I was just mm -hmm. like, bro, I don't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, family, I'm a mega fan. And he's like, if I'm a fan, I know that there's hundreds of thousands or millions of people who are Cardinal fans who was like, yo... Why is Cardinal not putting out any music? This nigga is nice. And here's the thing. Dave ain't have to say that. Dave, like, Dave has everything in the world. Mm -hmm. He doesn't gain anything by trying to gas me up. That you know what I'm saying? It, and it was one of those private moments to where it's just, you know what I mean? Just the man, just the boys chilling. And he was dead ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yo, fam, like, I, like, I am a complete Cardinal fan, right? So before, I remember before I left, I just gave him a hard drive of like a gang of joints. And a few months later, <laughs> a few months later, Sife's on the road. And Sife calls me and he's like, yo, Cardi. I said, what up? He said, this motherfucker will not stop playing your song. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, I'm on the road with Dave. He said, Dave plays it in the car. He plays it before the show. He wants me to play it at the end of his show. Mm -hmm. When we go to the bar to drink after, he puts, he plugs in his, uh, his iPhone. And, and plays he, it. He's, he's like, bro, I've heard this song a hundred times in the last three days. What song is it? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? He's like, bro, this nigga, he's going crazy. Anyway, Dave hit me like two days after that. He's like, yo, Cardi, I'm doing this Netflix special. Um... You know, you, you think you'd be cool with having your song like be the ending credits? I was like, of course. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, he asked me that like, I don't know how many times over the next couple of months. And every time I'm like, Dave, yes, bro. Like, Thank of you. course. Uh -huh. So well, anyways. What was that check like? You worried about the wrong thing. Oh, Here's I'm the thing. About <laughs> this is bag food. I was about the money, but go ahead. Keep going. Fair. I mean, it was good. But the point, Understood. Um, the point, though, was that what was so dope was that 
I remember it came out um, New Year's Eve, like going into January 1st. Yeah. And for me, like, it was so, it was so ill. Like, I don't remember in a long time being that happy because for me, this is my bro, but also one of the greatest comedians of all time. But then third, that's something that's forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about it, like when people think about the great Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? At some point, it, like they're going to watch that and my song will always be the ending credit. You know what I'm saying? To equanimity. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it except that it's like um, not everybody gets to have those type of relationships within the industry. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets to... to um, to be behind behind the curtain, you know what I'm saying? To see how people really are. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's, doesn't matter how close me and, you know what I'm saying, me and Dave are. Like, that's my, like, you know how ill it is? Like, when Dave Chappelle texts you on your birthday, like, yo, bro, happy birthday, I love you, family, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, that don't get old, bro. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean no, like, when I text you on your birthday, no, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> God damn, nigga, I text you on your birthday too, nigga. No, this, this man, this man, you never text. text. This man flew. To, this man flew to the crib. Yeah, this man did. flew. This man flew in. But nah. But I say all that to say it's like, for me, I've been supremely blessed, bro. Yeah. Supremely blessed to have very unique experiences and continue to have them. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about it, like, man, like, bro, being on, like, grinding is one of people to this day, it's like one of the best hip-hop beats, top 10 possibly of all time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, grinding is one of those songs to where everybody has a certain reverence for that joint. Mm -hmm. To be able, like, literally handpicked by Pharrell to be on that, it wasn't random. You know what I'm saying? Like, I met Pharrell in Toronto. And he was a fan of the joint All Time Killing that I came out with. He's like, yo, I'm a massive fan of that. I was like, yo, that grinding shit that you guys just came with is crazy. He's like, yo, I want you to be on the remix. And, you know, industry shit. I was like, sure, whatever. But yo, fam, this is how long ago, when the FedEx came with the Pro Tools disc. Oh, man. You was like, I'm on this thing. On it. Bridget, I wrote it, recorded, and sent it back within the hour. Damn. Within the hour. Yo, that was... But when you think about all these different things, you know what I'm saying, throughout my career, bro, it's like all I, all I can live with is gratitude at this point in time. You know what I'm saying? Like literally all I could live with is gratitude. Because if you think about the amount of one degree of separation, you know yeah. what I'm saying, between certain people, it's like, yo, yeah, I know, like... Having... The experience of, you know, seeing Drake make that transition from, you know, a dude that was super passionate about hip hop but was on TV, but to becoming the guy in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Just even to be able to to know what it was like or to see him do those things in the early days and see how he was figuring it out, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, them times, like I remember, you know, I connected him with Knots and I remember he went out to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? And did some stuff with knots. I remember Bun B hit me, you know what I'm saying? Because at the time, Bun hit me and he was asking me, he's like, yo, who's this Drake kid? I said, yo, he's official, he's legit. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to, you know, the, the Drakes of the world, the Rihannas of the world, just even 
just all these, like, that whole convict shit that we didn't even talk about, you know what I'm saying? Which is part of the reason, like, why my whole legacy just went even to another level during that time. Because he was the one that really, really had me understand the importance of having a global career. As opposed to- Akon did. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He did with all of us, with all of his artists. Like, literally, he was like, yo, He's like, yo, America's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, you could be rich, you could be successful, whatever. But he's like, yo, if you really want to become, you know what I'm saying, that guy, that girl, or whatever, because at the time, you know, Lady Gaga was, was mm. in there and all that. And I remember, like, he gave us the speech where he's like, yo, it's about international, bro. It's about being able to, you know what I mean, conquer Asia, conquer Europe. You know what I mean? The world and not just focus. Because some people are hyper-focused. Focus on they the don't, United on, States. On the United States mm -hmm. or even just North America, like mm -hmm. Canada and the States. They don't realize how many fans are out there. The you're talking about bag fuel and you're talking about money? Bro, there's some, there's some people right now who you would never even think of who's getting caked up because they're going overseas, making that bread, you know what I'm saying, doing everything out of town. They come back here, invest, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at them like they simple at the end of the day. These men, you know what I mean? The men are like doing something, you know what I mean? Incredible. Mm -hmm. Something incredible. So for me, bro, like, it's um, it's it's wild, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I performed for the royal family in the UK before. You know what I mean? I've performed, you know what I mean, in the south of Spain with three hundred thousand plus people on the beach. Mm. Nigga, have you ever heard three hundred thousand people cheer at the same time? Nah. Like, there are so like you know what I mean. There are so many stories, experiences, things that I've been through, but it's like. I am just, to be honest, like, I'm just a square from the neighborhood, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm being, I'm being dead ass. I didn't come up, you know what I mean? I wasn't, um, didn't have the patience to sell weed. Um, you said the patience. I really, Those things that being a drug dealer is easy. <laughs> exactly. Easy? Yeah, he said it's easier than working a regular job. I don't nah, know about that. Thank you. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm trying to tell you. Yo, because of, like I was, you know, I alluded to it earlier, but it's like, honestly, the neighborhood that um that I went to elementary school into middle school, like, that was high crack time. Mm -hmm. And it's like everybody that like all my close friends, like I went I went away in the seventh grade in the summertime. I came back by eighth grade. Niggas in jail. Nah, they like every I, they was fly. Oh. Everybody, everybody was, you know what I'm saying, selling crack. It's Yo, he's... Don't like, don't, but don't you know what I'm of, saying? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. so it was something where I came back, I was like, wow, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, like, yeah, we were kids, but it was like, they were doing what they were doing, but what was ill and what I loved was, you know, my, my friends, but also people that were older than me, they're like, nah, bro, this shit ain't for you. Got you know it. what I'm saying? They might have broke me off, like, to maybe to perform in the neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, that whatever was going on, like, they might say, here, hold this. Or what I used to love is they used to, like, break me off and say, yo, go to studio with this. You know what I'm saying? That's you. And it's like, we don't really have that kind of fabric anymore. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, like... How, niggas is getting money, seeing the potential of the people that don't got to sell drugs. Yeah, but keeping, and investing keeping, in them, them, keeping, keeping them, them away from the dumb shit. Mm. Yeah, they bring the basketball player, come over here, grab the gun, put the gun up. 
come over here. Yeah, the niggas would be like, no, yo, bro. We, but that's the thing that that's crazy to me is like we see these stories over and over again. You know what I'm saying on on the internet, on the news, like. Yo, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, yo, I'm super thankful for that because it's like, honestly, <clears throat> honestly, I've seen stronger people, you know what I mean, fail and get weak to it because they see, they see the money and they like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get involved in it. But, you know, shout out, listen, shout out to my mom and my dad, shout out to my family, everybody who like, you know, I just came up at a time and I came up with people who... Actually, like when people say they got love for somebody, it's like you can't have mm -hmm. love for somebody and not want the best for those people. There you go. You know what I mean? Yo, I would just end it on, end it on this if I had to. We live in the wildest time. Like social media, the internet is just, it's not a real place. You know what I'm saying? It's only showing you 5% of what's actually going on. And unfortunately, it is very... Um, it doesn't just affect like the younger generation, but there's people that are our age that live on that shit that are seriously depressed because they see what other people are doing and they're like, man, I'm such and such I'm a age. Failure. I'm a failure. I can't mm. believe, look what he's doing. Mm. I'm not doing that. Oh man, this guy's got four phantoms. This guy, he says he's got five houses. This guy's doing whatever. And whether it's real or not, these people are literally taking that home and you know what I'm saying? Like they're taking in that energy and they re like they really are not appreciative for the dope lives that they live. That they're living. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all I can do, honestly, bros, is like each one teach one. And when it comes to me, anybody that's, you know what I mean, that's within reach of my energy. So whether it be through these cameras, whether it be physically, is it's like, you know that when you're around Cardi, it's going to be a good energy. It's going to be a good vibe. And, you know, I really want the betterment of my people. You know what I'm saying? So... Whatever BS is going on out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, hats off to you, but there are there are still some real ones left. So Cardinal Official, you know what I'm saying? It took me some time to get him here, but he finally showed up. He still owes me an eight-eight bar clip. I'm not gonna talk about that. And I just wanna shout out my people, you know what I'm saying? My my people's Canada, you know what I'm saying? I had to put it on today because my man was here. You know, Listen, I, got my I, I didn't shirt even. On. I just seen a man lift up his shirt. I was like, I don't want to see that. I, don't I got my Canada shirt on. Back through super chat, super thanks. Follow Cardinal Official on the Grammys. K A R D I N A L O. He changed his name. Follow Bag Fuel. B A G F U E L. Follow. You'll find us. You find my man Heineken. E S S O. We want to see sounds official. We out of here. Shout out to Ronto.